Chrysler Toyota guy, so like we don't really, we don't like you. I mean, I've had a Chrysler. I'm drinking out of a Dodge Racing Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I bought a Chrysler 300. I've owned a Chevy. I've owned a Ford F-150. Oh, you're one of those guys. I, I just uh, equal opportunity. So all the dead cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cars equal opportunity. Truck yeah. to truck, baby. You can't Probably discriminate against cars. The coolest one I have now is my son's Lancer, and it's not even mine, it's his, but it's going to be fun to work on. It's different. You're listening to the Loud Zero Podcast. Ready to get this party started, boys? I think so. Yeah, let's do this, because I've only got about an hour. Yeah. So, we're already 10 minutes in. We just wanted to take some time to introduce ourselves, um, talk a little bit about our background and how we ended up here. Uh, for me, my name's Dave. I uh, I'm not a professional race car driver, but I do play one on Thursday nights and sometimes Saturdays. Uh, I got into racing just from uh, watching IndyCar and NASCAR and Formula One on TV. Um, and then once I got into sim racing, I developed a whole new love for um, the art of racing and the tracks and the individual characteristics of corners and uh, it kind of sent me down a really expensive rabbit hole. Um, and that's how I ended up here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot still to unpack. I mean, there's so many racing series that I don't know much about that, uh, these guys do. So I'm looking forward to learn a lot too. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Are we, is Nailed it, wait, it. Was, was that, was, did yeah. you do your thing there? I wasn't listening. Yeah, he did. Sure. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Little bastard. Okay, I was writing what I was going to say, so I don't know. Go, Levi. Uh, go, me. Um, my name's Levi. Um, grew up around a dirt track in a small town in uh, Oklahoma, Fort Cobb, Oklahoma. Shout out. And uh, live in western Oklahoma now. There's zero racetracks here, I think. Uh, there's a couple of oval tracks, but nothing major road course-wise, except for in Tulsa. Tulsa's always got the uh, Chili Bowl, and that's about as far as that goes. But uh Grew up watching all kinds of racing with my dad. Um, we went to the dirt track, local dirt track. They ran little uh, motorcycle engines pretty much on turf tires, wing cars, non-wing cars, mini stocks, what they used to call them. Then they went to bombers. I don't know what they call them now. Um, was out there every time. He was the one that ran the board on, you know, lined everybody up for the races. I was just running around the pits trying not to get ran over. Um, from then, we went on and just, like I said, we went down to Coda for the inaugural race down there for F1. That was pretty cool in, in 2012. Um, went down to Texas a couple of times, Texas Motor Speedway, watched NASCAR. I'd like to go to an indie race. I'm not that big of an indie fan. Um, I keep up with F1 big time. Formula One's probably the one motorsport that I follow a lot of. I got away from NASCAR. I'm going to try to get back into it. But with these, anyways, we'll talk about that more later. Um, but I'll uh, help you yeah, get back into um, NASCAR, bro. Yeah, I'm just going to say somebody's going to have to. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I race on uh, iRacing course uh, like the rest of us uh, on some endurance teams with some of these guys well, I guess all these guys now um, I've been trying to do more uh, life gets in the way sometimes but you know it is what it is and we uh, do our thing so that's that's pretty much me right on bro my name's Norman um, from Alabama um, grew up a diehard um, Davey Allison fan um, and followed 
Yates Racing after he passed away in 93. Um, big NASCAR fan, loved racing since I was in a walker. Um, then kind of got out of NASCAR here in the past probably 10 years. It just all the what I call gimmicks, what a lot of people now NASCAR love. I just couldn't get behind. Um, but I just loved racing. Um, always wanted to be get into it, but never thought I had the ability to get into it. And got a phone call from a buddy one day and said, hey, you want to go race the 24 hours of lemons? I said, yes, we built a car. Um, it's been a debacle ever since. It's been a money pit. We um, still racing that. Um, after that, got into sim racing and started following um, Formula One and IndyCar really in depth and really started following endurance racing from that. Um, say that. Those are my three big passions now is endurance racing, IndyCar, and Formula One. And would like to try to get back into NASCAR, but I don't know if I'll be able to, to be honest. So um, I'd like to bring in the endurance side and the um, lemon side and um, sim endurance racing and talk about what sims are out and what's not there in today's world. Right on. What about you, Mr. Bianchi? All right. <clears throat> hey, Mr. guys, I'm Antonio. race car driver. Nice, nice, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm Antonio. Uh, I'm the one and only Canadian on this podcast, currently living in beautiful southern British Columbia. Uh, if you're wondering what I'm doing when I'm not paying taxes, I drive a U.S. legend car around the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I'm currently 21, but I got into racing probably 16 or 17 years ago. Uh, my dad got us into quarter midget racing around at our local club here. Actually, the one and only track in Canada, so that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I grew up doing that for, damn, I did that till I aged out at like 16. So after that, uh, we we ended up buying a U.S. Legend car, and uh, since then, we've been racing everything pretty much we can around the Pacific Northwest. Uh I also grew up watching NASCAR pretty much since my dad was able to prop me up between two pillows when I was a baby. So uh, that's funny. And uh, since then, got into F1 in the last six or seven years, you know, just before DTS, by the way, I want to clarify that I'm not a DTS fan. <laughs> and uh, from there, it threw me into numerous other series and stuff like endurance, you know, like it, it, even IMSA World Endurance Championship, stuff like that. Um, and then I also got into the virtual world probably in early 2018, which is where I Met these wonderful people, which led me to meeting Norman and one other guy, which we did a couple events like the Daytona 24. And then eventually I ended up opening my own F3 league too. So shout out League Zero. Whoop, whoop. And uh, that met me, these other great people too, like good old DeVito. And uh, I met Levi prior to that too, but he's been around too racing and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's, I think, pretty much sums up how I got into racing. How about you guys? We got a juicy amount of racing ahead of us there's a lot coming down the pipe did anyone watch the 24 hours of bahrain i did not unfortunately. I, I did tune in but i didn't watch enough to know what was going on i just saw it was on checked it out was that this past I, weekend I, yeah i know yeah it was and i was too busy uh, to watch it i was hoping yeah i missed like, it because oh, dude, uh, yeah. <laughs> i was trying to watch the debacle of the virtual um lamar race and 
prepare for our endur- three-hour endurance race. Yeah, shout out to iRacing, right? Everyone who has iRacing right now is feeling like a champ. <laughs> like <laughs> that that was uh that was embarrassing. What do you yeah, think's gonna what do you think's so gonna was, happen next? So, so was it on AC? Is that what it was on? No, no it was on R Factor too. R Factor. Yeah, who's owned R-Factor by Motorsports too. Games. Yeah, okay. Oh, I they, Okay, so that leads to the joke that you were talking about before. Okay, yeah, yes. we can use that as a name because that's not going to be around much longer. <laughs> Stocks plummeting. If you want to buy in, if you roll the dice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, think, I never played R Factor. Is it? Does anybody here played R Factor before? I have like fifty nine minutes it. on it. <laughs> so I mean, is it? I guess my question is: Is it common or is it just a one off deal? Isn't it more common in Europe? It's common. It's. The idea behind it is great. The issue is they keep you run into random glitches, you run into random um, drops, and those are the issues. That when you're in a multiplayer, it's just not stable like iRacing is. So you're talking uh, about it's it's owned by EA then? Uh, no, sorry, that's no, it's video owned by yeah, right. <laughs> owned by <laughs> <Motorsports> <laughs> games. <Sorry. laughs> That was over my head. (laughs) Um, Didn't have my backboard up on that one. Um, So that's the issue. It's, it's a, I would say like when it comes to like tire models and they have weather, um, all that stuff is great. It's just when you race online, you're playing um, Russian roulette with the game. So it just needs more support. So it's like kind of like, I'd say I played project cars and it sounds similar to project cars, but more Did realistic than Project Car, more sim sim than Project Cards. I would rate um, Project Cards as a semi pro, and I'm going off Project Cards two here. I'm not going off three. I've never played it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. From what I've pretty like realistic in a sense, they just don't have the multiplayer functionality like iRacing does. So they tend to struggle with major events and stuff like that. But I, I still think. I still think iRacing is a preferred game. It's just they've been kind of lacking recently with getting up with everybody else, like how we don't have rain and we don't have all this other yeah. stuff yet and grass physics that are actually decent. So I think R Factor 2 is kind of just lucked out because Motorsports games got the rights to the uh, 24 hours of Le Mans and stuff. Yeah, and but, I, I think iRacing's licking their chops right now saying we're not even going to try to buy these rights back because... You know, they're losing IndyCar and they've lost Lamar already. But Motorsports Games owns both those rights and they haven't proven that they can set they can have an event. Yeah, you can't have like a nationally broadcasted event that has a twenty five percent chance of being under red flag for two hours because the server they said it got they got I don't know. There's rumor that they got DDoSed or whatever, but that's still. what I heard. Like, oh, same know. time you've got you've got the guy who's at the pinnacle of racing. I mean, pretty much right now, right? Two time champion that says, "I'm done with this. I'm never coming back." That's did not a good hear, look for the brand. Did you hear his rage quit? Yeah, I have it on the pipeline, boys. I already pulled it up. Yeah, no, it's um, it's brutal. I think it's justified though. Like I was reading. A lot of, I mean, you go on the media, everybody blasts Max for what happened in 2021, even though he decided to just 
drive like he would have normally, like any other driver would win a championship because of the FIA messing up. But anyways, but that's besides the point. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> anything this guy says apparently he gets bashed for. But honestly, I thought I thought everything he said was totally justified. Like yeah, it all made it was all about. fair. They were talking oh. about like using words like toxicity and crap like that about what he said, and I was like. Pfft. He's he's stating what's the truth. What's, they what, called you know him what I mean? a crybaby like, on the stream. I'll put it to you this way, and <laughs> that sucks. We all dude. know each other, and we know that I'm not the biggest mad. Max fan. I think I agree with everything he says. The only thing I think he shouldn't have said is I'm uninstalling this game right now. Um, <laughs> and his poor teammates. His poor teammates sounded so like, oh, Max is mad. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, like, I mean, you got Max on your team and he just listen, said he quit. Here, like, <laughs> listen, real quick. Listen, is he approaching his final one? I wonder. He's doing a, uh, a good job. He's been a, a driver who has definitely taken a, an aggressive approach to this race. At, at times, he has driven it like he has been in the FIA. He looks so crushed. Uh, this uh, is like a, a video of him. Can I leave the game? Yeah. 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 Max, we're not getting the. Um... We're not getting the, the lap back. Yeah, we need two laps. But uh, what it is? They call it. Uh, it's amazingly bad luck. Well, this is just incompetence. They can't even like control their own game. And this is already the third time this happens to me now that I get kicked off the the game while doing this race. So it's also the last time I'm ever participating. Because what's the point? You prepare for five months to try and win this championship. You're leading the championship. You're trying to win this race, which you prepare for two months. And they they handle it like this. I mean, there have been two red flags. They blame it on, I don't even know what, people DDoSing the server. Then uh, they, they, they cancel the rain because probably that's already a big influence. And then people are still getting disconnected. And now, of, of course, at one point also, we were hit by it. And then... They're just not dealing with it because they they need more, even more people to disconnect. <laughs> it's just uh, it's a, honestly it's a joke. It's not even you cannot call this a, an event, a, a clown show. That's why it's better to re retire the car because drive around in P15 for six hours makes uh, makes no sense for everyone. You know, just a disgrace for all the effort we put in as a team. During that video, he's just like, in like deleting, and it looks like he's just uninstalling stuff on his computer. Like he's just like rapidly exiting screens and like clicking icons and like, like, yeah. I feel bad. Well, apparently, yeah, I, like the last three out of four events, supposedly, like I've had in it this kind of issue, like where they've had a red flag because of server issues. So I mean, I, I it's understandable, like. I'd be frustrated too, especially because we all know how much time goes into. I mean, for us as amateurs in lower splits of iRacing, we prepare quite a bit, like usually a month in advance. I can't even imagine top split guys. Like, they must be doing months of practice they just for this to happen. I heard that someone says it costs $2,000 per car entry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. I think it was 2500 I don't know. I can check. I want to check. That's that's unacceptable. Wait, twenty five hundred dollars to get a car into this thing? Yes, that's the series, not that one race. It's to run Which, the five race series. 
Yeah, but let's let's just talk about who we're talking about here. Max Verstappen. The money wasn't what it was about. He's got that no. in his back pocket, right? But the grand the grand prize was a quarter million dollars. I don't. I really don't think he's in it for the money. But at the same time, I mean, but still, I like his competitiveness. Think about you know what I mean. Like Drogovic, like was his teammate. Like yeah, that sucks, dude. When you race, it doesn't. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm competitive in sim just as much as I'm competitive on the real track. You know, yeah, I mean, right. like I said, I like his competitiveness. I mean, the dude don't have to be doing this stuff, but he was really putting in the time. You could yeah. tell. And oh, everybody's calling him a crybaby. And I'm like, I'd been the same darn way. I was surprised how calm he was. I would have been throwing my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he had a camera on him. You would have got to see some stuff like flying. I'm sure he's like, learned to not do that over the years of being in front of cameras. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Like you see some of those... Formula One guys crash, and I, I've always told my wife, like, oh my God, I would be throwing my equipment as far as I could. Some of those, just like some random dude just comes in and flips you into the wall, like what happened to Joe Guan Yu or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, as soon as you get me out of my car, I'm like, hey, come here. <laughs> well, you could be like that, that one red team and, you know, keep screwing their drivers over, and you got to keep your mouth shut about it. There you go. I would look like that guy in that, <laughs> yeah, one in that, red team. Hmm. In that Italian karting series. About. Y'all see, have y'all seen that the Italian the like Italian karting series kid that got kicked out? He was standing next to the track throwing body work at people. Yeah, and then after the yeah, that guy was the, an idiot. And then after the race, like his dad got in a fight with another kid's dad. Beard that dude. Yeah, it was like Italian white trash, bro. I loved it. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me of one of the best NASCAR ever is when um was it Tony Stewart at Bristol? It threw his helmet at um wasn't it a Burton? I, I think so. Edwards. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I'm wrong. Was it? Did he? Totally was wrong. he the one that ricocheted off the front windshield, or the one that like chucked it in the window and then they threw it back out? I can't remember. Somebody threw one at him in the oh, driver's threw it side. Matt Kenseth threw it back okay, out. Matt Kenseth. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of NASCAR, did you see that Travis Pastrana is going to be driving in the Daytona 500? No, oh, I didn't see that. No, that's yeah. pretty cool. So we find. I guess he's not doing. Um, was it motocross that was keeping him out of NASCAR? I guess. I remember there there was like he had like these weird stipulations when he did the truck series and he ended up having to like get out of it because it just wasn't worth It's a rumor. It's not confirmed, but it's a twenty three eleven project. Okay. Hmm. I guess we should probably address uh Ken Block since uh we're talking about Travis Pastrano. Oh yeah, yeah. That rest in peace, unfortunate my situation. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, we kind of had a reaction to that that same night, <laughs> Hamlin. But yeah, have, a lot of have, lot of love on the yeah. social media from everybody in the racing world. I mean, people that I didn't even know knew him. You know what I mean? Um, which is good, good stuff. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, can't I've lost the word that I was looking for? Not an icon. He pioneer. Pioneer, yes, for yeah. the racing industry. And I think he opened up the really got that small market, um, like major power, you know, custom yeah, and, arm going. Yeah. And, and, you know, the people outside the sport, you know, like we were, uh, 
everybody was like, who died? Who died at work? You know, older fellas, um, tractor mechanics were crying out loud. Um, and I'd pull up the video and they're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, I've, I've seen that Mustang. I knew about that. I saw that, you know, him, him building that, was it like unicorn or whatever he called it, you know, or whatever. They remembered him. They knew who he was, um, if they, even if they didn't know him by name. So that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like without him, you don't have like the Von Gittin Juniors of the world. I don't think so. I mean, it's, you know, he didn't do like formula drift, so to speak, but he did, like you said, open up a lot of eyes to, to that kind of sport. I, I, I don't know if rally crosses around without him. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was, you know, kind of came from him doing Jim Connors and stuff like that. And so that there's no Tanner Faust or all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And like I say, you know, like you said, you said it right both times, icon pioneer. I mean, those those words are what's known with his name. So Yeah, rest in peace. Snowmobile. I, I still want to know the details of like like he he couldn't have been getting all rad on a snowmobile. And I bet it was like fresh powder in Utah and there was like a tree branch, you know, and it was in under the snow. I, I don't know. I'm I'm speculating, but I would like to know. And, and why is it it's just, <laughs> it's probably going to open up a whole other weird conversation, but why is it more acceptable like Dale Earnhardt Sr. and the way he passed away, you know, it was on track doing what he, you know, he was known for and what he loved. And then somebody like, you know, he, him or Michael Schumacher, right, goes snow skiing. Now he's in a comatose for um, possibly the rest of his life. And yeah. it just doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? It's like not, both of them are not right, but it's, it's, right. uh, it just doesn't feel right. We don't call the shots, my friend. Yeah, true that. Nope. Back to the uh, stock car racing um, yeah. thing. I was going to say, you guys see anything about that Cars late model series? That uh, Oh, yeah. Junior and uh, who else bought it? Who was with the Dale Jr.? And, uh, Aaron Hart Jr., Jeff Burden, Kevin Harvick, and Justin Marks. Harvick, yeah. They're yeah. looking to pick up the series. But uh, it's basically... Uh, like pro late model, um, bracing. That's like, it's all it is. It's like a it's like a NASCAR but pro late model. So it's kind of cool. It's, a, it's it's like a feeder series, pretty much into like ARCA and stuff like that, isn't it? it was, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it can transition to you into other things. I mean, honestly, I'd like to see it replace ARCA. ARCA is such a waste of time, in my opinion. It's like it's a great series and all, and I, the idea behind it's great, but it's just it, it's not. It's not feasible. Like the Arca East and West is cool, but this like whole tour that's like nas- nationally, I think it's a waste of time. There's just you get such Too a much skill, money in skill it. gap and money gap. Like it's so expensive, you're better off to go run a truck. Yeah, or, that's or, run, or run a late model or super late and go get noticed. Like, why would you want to run Arca? And it's super frustrating to me that all racing's turned into that too. You know, I don't know if you see it yeah. at your local track, but it's like you can pay to pay to win pretty much. I mean. Speaking of the downfall of, sorry for interrupting, but speaking of the no, downfall of ARCA, y'all think like, NASCAR is going to be around in four years? Or do you think these owners are going to get fed up and go start their own thing? Oh, dude, NASCAR is owned by businessmen. I think that I think that that's the problem with NASCAR, but it's also why it won't die is because yeah. like it's owned by really smart businessmen that they don't really care about the racing per se like they care about the the it's an entertainment business it's not a racing business exactly 
And I think you see really that in, I, in, even in F1 now, too. Until they rid this playoff format, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's going to get any better. Because honestly, there's so many things they could do to improve it to be like a high level racing series. Like you know what? Like as much as F1's getting this whole like you know they say uh, what do they call it the the money thing slogan that everyone um, uh, cash is king or whatever. Yep. As much as everybody says that, yeah, I agree with all that. But you know what? At least F1 sticks to its roots with its rules. It's kept the same format. They haven't screwed around with it. You know, they did one year, realized it was terrible, and didn't touch it since. Like, it's still the same, like, classic format. Yeah, it's not the same one from the 50s, but you know what? Like, it's a full-length season. The top 10 get points. Like, it's nice. Like, I don't understand why NASCAR needed to change. Like, I thought the best of both worlds was the chase. I thought it was perfect. The chase format was literally perfect because it gave you that reset to rebalance it towards the end of the season. Yeah, it's not quite as entertaining as as the playoffs like i don't I, I won't lie the playoffs are entertaining but it's not good racing you're just watching guys dump each other and do crazy stuff because right. they have to they have to they have no choice man pin it against the wall and go around the outside of the wall at martinsville to exactly. get into yeah, the final I mean, like, round what? Could like, you imagine that's a bad Denny thing. Hamlin that... and getting eliminated that way? Like, I, I hate Denny Hamlin, and that was unreal. Like, I would have been yeah, choked. That's he unreal. actually handled that well. He was like, that was impressive, or whatever he said. But the bad <laughs> thing is, is that really what Dang. you want to tune in and see? You know, no. that a guy pins it and just throws it, like, rolls the dice and hope that this works. That's, I don't want to see, I want to see racing. I mean, I, that's why yeah. I used to love NASCAR, because to me, and I'll put in my two cents real quick, they lost me when they had the stage racing because used to in NASCAR, yep. you had your short run guys and your long run guys. And if you're a fan of a long run guy, it's over. There is no long runs anymore. Yeah. I like to see a guy who could keep his tires and his gas mileage. It was fun to watch. You just can't do that anymore because you know they're going to get a flag. So the cars are set up for short runs. Yeah. Period. I thought about why don't we move to a hybrid way of doing the stage racing? You can keep it in there. You wave the stage flag, but the, the caution never comes out. You just keep racing. I don't think I, they care necessarily about the points, though. I think they just like the manufactured caution because it brings everyone back oh, together, yeah. creates yeah. more opportunities, oh, yeah. right? That's, That's the, the whole point behind it. I don't think the points actually matter. But I was going to say I, one more thing is the long run and short run has now just changed to, okay, do you pit before the stage to get track position or do you get your stage points, guys? That's all it is. There's no long and short run anymore. That's what it's come to. <laughs> do you think it's because they had yeah, to no simplify shit. it for fans? Sorry, what was that? Do you, do you think they had they did that because they had to simplify it for like the normal viewer? So uh, like people could get into the, the strategy, but it's like the yeah, simplest I, strategy ever, you know? I think the I think problem NASCAR's always been struggling with is trying to like get like because okay, you take the most casual race fan out there and you ask them about NASCAR and they're gonna be like, That's stupid, this car's going around in circles around a track. Whereas now you take this playoff format and you got people talking about freaking Ross Chastain riding the wall around, like trying to pertain regular racing, like oval racing, to the average casual maybe not even fan just sports viewer in general it's it's hard to promote to like i'll be honest with you i don't know how you do it but the problem is you can't piss everyone off in the oval racing community either while doing it and i think that's what they're doing like i don't think it's right yeah oh yeah no they've lost me oh it um 
they, yeah, they lost me a stage race in the playoff format. Um, I mean, like you said, right, go back to your point, Antonio, F1 stayed true to its roots. You know, we knew who the champion was races before the season was over. I don't think they lost any F1 fans over it. Um, mm. It's kind of hard to say F1's on the rise. I mean, it's ridiculous how big it's getting, but especially in the Western states and whatnot over here. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it's it's a... It's really hard for me to get back into it because <laughs> I'll be like, why'd they do this? And then I find out why they did this because I haven't been around in a while. And I'm like, that's just not NASCAR. <laughs> what amazes me? Maybe I'm me, just old school. What amazes me is like how big NASCAR's TV numbers are, but there's nobody at the races. Like, okay, bar the Coca-Cola 600 and like the the short track and dirt stuff. But like, your average NASCAR race is like not packed to the gills with people, but they still oh, it cr used to they be, crush yeah. Formula One numbers in the U.S. Still, like NASCAR is so much bigger on Sunday than it than Formula One in general, and I think that includes like all of like people who record Formula One and watch it later. So you can't really make a case that it's like oh well because Formula One's early in the morning. It just still seems like NASCAR is so dominant. But when you go to the races or you watch, like you see the crowd, like, yeah, it's like 50% full of people. It's kind of weird. And then you look at Coda and there's people pouring out of the, like the facility. There's like 400,000 people there. They're trying to suppress the numbers because there's so many people there. And I don't know. There's a weird dynamic going on there. That's what I said is like, I think that NASCAR is just, they're it's owned by genius businessmen. They like, they just know their game. They know how to get, they know how to generate income period. You know? Well, speaking of businessmen and income, two things real quick. I think that comes with also NASCAR is hard to watch because you get a commercial every like True. 10 minutes. Oh, um, I hate it. Oh, but secondly on that topic about, the no one's at the races. My home track, Talladega, been going there since I was knee high to nothing and loved that track. But they tore the Allison Grandstand down on the backstretch because they can't fill it. I haven't seen the Gatston Tower right. with fans in it in over 10 years. They put advertising in it. Mm. I don't know. It's weird. And uh, you, you couldn't buy a ticket to that event. It was always sold out. We used to I went from, I think it was 05 to 08. I went to every spring race. We would get there Thursday night and camp out till Sunday. You you had to buy your tickets by January or you weren't getting right. into that race. Wow. And is it, was it, is it COVID? Like, is it just like we've been living in such a weird, screwed up world for so long now? We like, it's no, an they, era, you know, so like, when I, when I, when I say that, they started losing attendance there when I started losing my interest. Is when I guarantee you stage racing has a relation to that because yeah. it ruined plate tracks. Well, plate tracks also got ruined when they started the freaking freight train around the top because the pack got too tight. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Early 2000s, no. I thought plate racing was at its premium where the pack could still kind of spread out, but it still, but you could still go from 30th to 1st in three laps so what do they do what does nascar do 
so, and also with the safety of the cars, all the people like getting hurt. In if I, yeah, I was getting ready to say, this, I would be this, a billionaire this, right now. What what is it? What are they? Gen six? Is that what they're calling this one? Are they just going to rely on all these new fresh seven? It's Gen seven. So yeah, I mean, are they going to rely I, on Haley Deegan to save NASCAR? <laughs> Yeah, we've already had that, right? Danica yeah, Patrick Dana, yeah, didn't say save NASCAR. <laughs> oh my god! And I really, I rooted for her. I did. She was very talented in an IndyCar. I thought that's small personal. I'm sure you guys will bash on me, but she wasn't the greatest of all time. She's not like last name Andretti or anything, but she was decent. You know what I mean? She held her own over there in Indy. She shouldn't have come to NASCAR. True story. It's a different ball game. Juan Pablo tried the same thing. It's just different. Yeah. Well, then he had a jet dryer. Oh, let's not even go there. I stayed up for that one. <laughs> I did, that, that was a late race, night. That race would not end. What? Oh, that race started no. Sunday and ended on Tuesday. Yeah. So going back, yeah, I went Circuit of the Americas and uh, the, or not Circuit of the Americas, sorry, 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 Texas Motor Speedway when they had the COT. That's what I was trying to say. The car tomorrow. I don't know if you remember that piece of crap brick with yes. wheels, but, um, and I hated the car, but, you know, we got tickets. Uh, me and my dad, buddy and his dad, went down, stayed in a camper whole weekend. It's a good time. That was the last time I went down there. But I remember it being just like Saturday was kind of busy, you know, but you could find a seat. There was zero elbow room, zero elbow room at Texas Motor Speedway on Sunday. Wow. That's I mean, not, it was packed. That was the weekend. That was when I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was the weekend that McDowell smoked it in qualifying so bad. And they had Ooh, to rebuild the wall. That was a bad one. And that double zero Aaron's car. Aaron's dream machine. I remember the, watching that qualifying. That's how big yeah, I used I to be into this. I watched qualifying. That was Texas? Yeah. I thought that was like Dover or something. No, that was Texas. I was there, man. It was crazy. Oh. So somebody blew an engine or something. There was some fluid on the track. And me and my buddy, we talked about it that night where he drank some beers back at the camper. But we swear that it had to be because when he went into one, like the, 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 you know, what do you call it? Like kitty, kitty litter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, quick dry, just went flying in the air, and then his car just broke. I think he hadn't really got the track cleaned up good enough. Ooh. But regardless, he smoked the wall at like max speed, pretty much, and uh, took a hard right, smacked the wall. They had to get welders out there. It was like a two-hour deal to fix the fix the wall. It's cursed. I was there during the playoff race. Stayed for the whole thing. That was mm-hmm. that was horrible. Some of yeah. those wrecks were gnarly, though. And the whole, like, um, Denny Hamlin getting spun under caution. All, there was a lot of oh, drama. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, because, like, leading up to that race, of course, and I, I understand, you know, that Texas is not a good track. But everyone was like, oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be, it's going to suck. Like, man, you're, and the drivers, man, during the interviews uh, before the race were just like, this is the worst track. Like, they should just, tear it down and rebuild it like Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace like I was standing there for all those interviews like whoa this is a this is like aggressive this is definitely going to get replayed on TV <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like, you're in the background like, waving I am like, going to be on TV whoa. like did you just say that out loud at Texas Motor Speedway like whoa and yeah, they're, um, they're good listeners they made Atlanta just super speedway too and they were like oh let's copy Texas oh no and I don't know what they're going to do <laughs> but that that race as a viewer was entertaining. You know, I'm sold. <laughs> they they made the grandstands look packed because they 
like sectioned off the end of both ends of the grandstand. So everyone was consolidated in the middle. So on TV, it looked packed, but it wasn't. It was probably like, see that? That's, that's where I sit. Yeah, that's what no, that's where I said it. Texas was turned one all the way down in the last set of seats. That's what the only tickets we could get. Yeah, all those so, had like sponsorship banners hanging crazy, over the seats. Crazy for the, for the playoff race. Yeah. So I, at Dega, I used to always start in the Gatston Tower. That's where I started going to races. That was coming out of turn three at Pit Road Entry. And when the cars would come by there on is a it doesn't matter where you sit in that. Uh, at that track, when the cars come around on lap two, when they're finally are up to speed, and the gas and tower, when they would come by, they would push so much air and were so loud, the actual tower would shake. That's awesome, dude. That's and cool. it, and you would get that great um, ozone smell in the air too as they come by with race fuel mixed into it. Love it. Oh yeah, it and stuff and from there i moved to the trioval tower which is a much bigger tower at talladega it's right there along pit road you know i'd be like row 43 up i could see the whole track i was right up under the spotters and uh it wouldn't shake because it just was a much bigger tower had a lot more reinforcement in it but still it was great views and then towards the end of it you would start seeing the gatston tower and the aniston tower which is entering turn one they started getting covered up with sponsorships. Yeah. And it was it it was heartbreaking. But I think that had to do with a lot of people not wanting to go watch the freight train. I fell asleep or not fell asleep, but was dozing off during one of the races because I think they ran before stage racing, they ran something like eighty laps at day at Talladega and a freight train against the wall. No, I, I know. I think I watched that one because I think Dale Jr. was still racing and he was like, he got in the lead, you know? And so they were just driving around. He was on the radio because I used to get the radios and all that stuff. And he was on the radio talking about how bored he was. He's like, this is just boring. He's like, I wish somebody pull out and try to race me. Yeah. I and mean, that's pretty bad when you're in the lead at Talladega and you're talking about how boring it is. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so hopefully they'll do better. Hopefully we'll get something out of it. You know, I mean, it, if the fan base is there, I just don't understand why they don't ask the fan base. I mean, NASCAR's always been kind of one of those that's trying right. to bend toward I think it's the, the, the two fan bases. You've got your hardcore, like, guys that um, our buddy Marshall calls me. He's like, yeah, we all know you're a 90s NASCAR fan. It's like, yeah, but that's what I grew up with. That's what I want to still see. But I don't Same think we can it. get, yeah. I don't think we can get back to it. I just. No, but they can get closer. They could do something to change it where they could get some old old bastard like me to back, be back into it. Right. Yeah. Well, you keep you your old... laugh. I grew up What's watching up? I grew up watching <laughs> like 08 to 20 like 14 was my prime watching. Isn't that funny? I, I actually thought like wow. from those years it was good racing. <laughs> That's what's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it was to be fair. Like I had no perspective of the nineties. Like I mean, I was negative like twelve or something in the nineties. Yeah. So <laughs> there was some but good I mean, fist fight. Oh, yeah, there was some good pushing around. I won't call them fist fight. So there was some good pushing around around that time, if I remember right. Some good rivalries. But you look I at. Thought, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I thought once they got rid of the the big ass wing on the car of tomorrow, like I, I thought the racing wasn't horrible. Like don't get me wrong, it's 
definitely not as good as like the 90s and stuff looked from like what i've seen from clips and and just educating myself on old nascar but i, I don't think it was like horrendous I, I think it's really only gotten bad since like 20 i want to say it really declined in like 2018 maybe 2017 like i thought as soon as gordon retired the, the sport went to garbage yeah. like the racing took a hit like as soon as Stewart, as soon as Stewart and Gordon left, I thought that was like the final hoorah. Like and now we're about to lose Harvick. Like who's even left that's old? I mean Jimmy came back, but do we really care? I mean his last four years were garbage. I mean if he can pull something, <laughs> I mean I mean don't get me wrong, I don't want to not, sure. I don't want to see him be unsuccessful. Like if he's if he's great, I'll be happy. Like, but I mean, do I think something crazy is going to happen? No, but. No. Yeah, like, and what is that? Because Elliot come in and he wins. I just can't get. I, I get behind him. I like the guy. Don't get me wrong, Hendrick, whatever. But it's hard for me to get behind him. Behind him, like go out and buy his t-shirts, buy his hats, and watch him every Sunday and get behind him. I wonder what the difference is between the guys we have now and the guys we had. There's not as much character. I find. Yeah, there's no personality. Okay. And they're true trying story, with that. Story. They're trying with that USA show, and it's entertaining if you're a race fan, but it's. I don't know. I'm it's going to be interesting to see. I think that I think that the they're going to listen. I think there's some pressure like NASCAR is not going to have like a split, right? But I think with this like late model series and um old Tony Stewart's uh what is it SRX series. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that like NASCAR's under pressure to put on good racing because like just like you know um it it's only a matter of time before someone who's not retiring leaves nascar for one of these un- other series i mean that's how indycar got created it was the what was indycar used to be called it was Art. the um, Art. Cart. Art. yeah and the i mean indycar series came from people leaving cart so i think nascar has no choice but to step up I think, I mean, it looks Agreed. like IMSA's step, stepping up. The IMSA I don't think a late model year. series is going to knock them off the podium, though, of the, of the top step of, of stock car racing. I don't, I don't think they'll let that happen. If anything, they could probably just buy it out. But I, I genuinely believe that NASCAR has the ability to reel it back in. But I, I think this next five years is really going to tell. Because if you really think about it in the next five years, like, like we said, we're going to lose Harvick. You're going to lose Kyle Busch. As much as everybody hates that guy. He is, you need someone like that in the sport, yeah, man. You, you do. need someone. I actually like him for that exact reason. He gives the sport personality. Like, like you're going to lose some big names here. Like, who's even left of, like, guys that are, like, like well, Harvick leaves. That's the last guy to race with senior. I mean, Logano's, I Logano's been around a long time. Him. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you go look at the list of drivers. It's just like dry personality. Or maybe not necessarily dry. Like, I don't want to diss them, but maybe it's just we haven't seen them much. Like, my favorite driver is Ryan Blaney. I mean, I, I can't lie. He doesn't have a whole lot of personality outside of the sport. Like, like he, he does some aviators. cool stuff. He's a great guy. He's he's like your typical redneck. He's dope. But he ain't out there, like, you know, doing some crazy stuff over to, over the mic, complaining and causing havoc. or Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're all pretty, like, tamed and relaxed, and uh, I don't know. I almost feel like the media influence nowadays is part of that problem because you say anything and you get blasted immediately. Yeah, I think that's the issue is the old NASCAR guys, they told you what they thought, and they told you they're what they really thought. 
And that's what's great about the personalities. That's what would make you hate a driver and love a driver is what does he think about, you know, Jim Bob Hooten who spun him. And then they would meet up in the pits and they would throw punches at each other's face. And you would be looking next week to see at Bristol who was going to put who in the wall. Do you think it's because it's like a, because of the format, there's a general lack of interest in like the mid, the upper mid, mid and back pack of the, of drivers. Like there's really no incentive to race hard or do you know what I mean? Like that's not the regular season is meaningless right now. Right. Being honest with you. Right. Like other than winning, just win once and you're good. They, I mean, so do you think they change it? I don't know. See, I'm a I think new, they need I'm to get rid NASCAR of the win and you're in. Like, get yeah. rid of win and you're in is a big step. And I, I think, I honestly think going back to a chase format would be better. Like, right. I, I get you need some sort of playoff system to maintain entertainment. Like, you definitely do. Don't get me wrong, especially nowadays. Like, keeping someone's interest for a four hour race that goes green to checkered because the Coke 600, nobody decides to spin out. Like, that, like that's impossible. It's not going to happen. But. You know what I mean? Like you need some sort of incentive, but I just I don't know if the playoff format's the way to go because it's just really not a deserving winner. Like gets the tr- the trophy. Like even yeah. like I'm trying to think of an example recently, but I think the only deserving winner, full on deserving winner, was Carl Larson two years ago. Yeah, yeah, and Larson almost didn't win it off of like some late race stuff. Like yeah. he almost didn't win it. I was ha- I was so happy that he came back and won it because. If he didn't, I would have been choked. Like, he literally clapped everyone's cheeks the entire season and almost lost it because of something in the last race. And, and I, I um, don't know. I just, it's dumb. I, that I think shit's crazy. Happened. Yeah, that layout's not for racing fans. It's for TV fans. To put it to you this way, I am not a Hendrick fan. That's just growing up. I didn't like Jimmy Johnson. I didn't like Jeff Gordon. Lame. It's just who <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm a Hendrick hater, and it's no... Rhyme or reason, it's just how I grew up. Um, and I was pulled like I would have been pissed if Larson didn't win that race. I was like, he deserves this championship. He's done everything that they've asked for him this whole season. And then, like y'all said, a late race caution almost blew it for him, and he dominated that race. Did you see that he's going to be in the Indy Five Hundred? No, I have not seen that. Yeah. McLaren gave him, is giving him a bid for the Indy 500. Talk about a, course, a career that qualify, went great but, to crap to awesome. Oh, dude, I think he's... It's a tough statement to say, but he's definitely one of the top 10 guys on four wheels in the world. I oh, think. yeah. Homie can drive a car. Kyle Larson. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, no, that's that's without a say. doubt. Dude, he can drive... That's tough to say. He can drive well. Okay, top twenty-five in the world. I want to. I want to see him do. Let's see what he does in the Indy car. Let's see Indy, man. Then we can start making those kind of statements. He's great on dirt. A lot of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. He's great on dirt. He's great in closed fenders. What is he with open wheels in an oval? A master. He wins the we'll 500. Find out. We'll give it to him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was the only reason I say that's a tough statement because there's been a lot of guys that have transferred from the dirt to NASCAR, and those guys 
are decent at road racing. I mean, I can name probably five of them, you know what I mean, that have it's, done it. Um, and so in, in a road racing in a NASCAR, I guess well, I better say that. I, it's just, it's a different ball game, a different breed when you can go over to Indy and be competitive plus dirt plus NASCAR with the oval and road. He, he going to do it. You know it. Speaking of that, yeah, is, he, is he running the Rolex? No, I wish. I, I wish. Hear me out, though. You can't There's really deny that he's, wood. like, not a phenomenal driver. It's just, like, it's really hard to rank drivers because there's so many different scenes. Like, you can't really be the jack-of-all-trades in racing. You, right. it's, you're you're just good. At, you can specialize in, like, one or two, but you really can't be good at everything. Like, you it, can be mediocre it, at everything. Fitting to find out. But if you Future clap cheeks episode. on rally, you're not going to yeah. clap cheeks in Formula One. I, that, I'm sorry, you won't. Like, there's no way you will. I mean, I mean, I guess you know. I guess Kimi Raikkonen is is the standing proof of that. You can, but anyways, <laughs> that's besides my the boy point. Kimi. My I boy think Kimi. if you if you take the three different, or, well, two or three different types of racing, whatever you want to call it, even just dirt and asphalt, like generally, you can't be amazing at everything. I've yet to see someone who excels in all different types. So I feel like Tony's taking a top list of drivers is impossible to do because there's so many. Yeah, to Tony factors. Stewart, he wasn't at the top of his game when he was an open wheel, but he was competitive when, when he'd come and do it, you know, and Indy and stuff like that. So, you know what makes me mad I, about they need to move the Indy 500 um, to earlier so you can do the Coke 600 and the Indy 500 again and do the 1100. Yeah, that was crazy when people used to do that. I don't know how they did it, honestly. Especially back then, you know, the, the athleticism in racers was not what it is now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, there are some cool names on the list for Daytona 500 though. I mean, uh, not the 500, the 24 hour, uh, Scott Dixon is racing with Cadillac, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, um, um, what's, who does he race for in IndyCar? Um, Chip Ganassi. Yeah, Ganassi. That's a Ganassi car. Ganassi's yeah. running three cars. I think two in IMSA and one in WEC this season. It's awesome. And Sebastian Bourdais is his teammate. And Ringer well, Bandit. Well, is running too. He's running a hybrid BMW. Yep. I heard uh, um, Louis Delatraz is running a... a um, it's a Acura. lot of indie drivers. Tom Bloomquist, Sam Pagenaud. Or Simon Pashno, oh, Sam. Tell my tongue about. Uh, oh, who Sam's else? Cousin. Joseph, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin. Like, there's a lot of dudes in here. I can't wait. I wonder to why that LEO. is this year. What does anybody know what the push is for Indy to be oh, coming over this year? Austin Sindrick, too. A lot of Indy car drivers run um, IMSA. Like, I wouldn't say full time, but like part time for like all the big yeah, events. Okay. They bring them in um, as the. Um, third or fourth driver which i think is a really good thing and they try to bring nascar drivers in because what a lot of people don't understand is nascar owns imsa right they kind of just go hand in hand to the uh the road racing stuff like i feel like uh, everybody know like if you know f1 you gotta yeah i feel like you gotta know imsa too yeah. gosh there's yeah. so many cars and all that other stuff like and WEC. well WEC, i guess more would be the relation as opposed to imsa because imsa is american but well, there's that gonna is be crazy. The top series, like that's what I'm excited about. This new whole LMDH. I know it's not, I forget what it's called for IMSA, but I always call it the LMDH. GTP. Uh, yeah, it's so exciting. Like 
I don't know. I'm pulling for Cadillac because their car just sounds the best. Um, How do we feel about the speed? It does, though. I feel like that hybrid is ridiculously like the speed compared to GTs is unreal. At least in iRacing, that was like uncool. Oh man, I feel like it's got to be the same in real life. Like, damn, those things haul. Yeah, they're fast. Yeah, but they're um, slower than an LMP um, one, supposedly. Really? Yes. What? How? I don't know. Is it less downforce or something? Or is it power? Well, that thing, that's one awesome. of the regulations they have on them is you're, you're given a downforce number. That's how they open the design up on the car. Is you're given a downforce number. You can't go over. You can't produce this much downforce over that much downforce. So then that's why you get all these. Like weight? Yeah. Pounds of downforce. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you have the, um, who is it without the rear wing? Um, Peugeot that's running. They're not in IMSA, but they're running WEC and they don't have a rear wing because they all create their downforce from the, um, floor pan. We don't need a rear wing. <laughs> we don't need One. no stinking. Sebring's going to be rough for that car. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is a grounded downforce that does wow. not exist at Sebring? <laughs> Ground effect, yeah. Coming over those bumps. <laughs> oh, Mind oh. you, I don't think Sebring's good for any car, let's be honest. Um, but I love that track. Oh. Uh, I would love to race more than 30 minutes at that track. That would be great after last. Oh my gosh, Antonio. Womp, I love my traction control not still, to screw me over. Still mad. Still mad. Still mad. Oh, it doesn't have a rear wing. That's so weird. Yeah. We don't need a thinking of rear <laughs> wing. Pit. Stupid Americans with the Spit on your rear wing. And just like that, we're demonetized. Demonetized. <laughs> That's okay. French aid. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and That's, there's a lot of speculation good, out here with the limited testing because of parts that these cars aren't getting. Um, that an LMP2 could actually take could win the overall win if they all have issues. Oh man, that'd be crazy. I'm pumped. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. If you're that LMP2 team, oh, like oh if yeah, you're getting it, and you kind of see the window open, you'd be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited here, and what we're two weeks away, the final weekend of January for the Rolex yep. 24. Yep. Um, and what we have five classes of cars on track now. We have yes. I think yeah. if you include anybody GTD got a car and count? GTD Pro separate. GTD, GTD Pro, yeah. If you count those separate, there are five classes. Sixty-one. Does anybody cars got a complete sixty-one? I think it's cars. sixty-one. Yeah, it's like sixty some. That's, That's a insane. lot of cars. Yeah, it's a Not lot that of traffic. Big of a track. No, that's all no. I'm saying. That's a lot of cars. Like at Le Mans, that's not that big a deal. Yeah, and lap zero, bringing you live coverage. I'm so excited that the jealous. I, I want to see the. I can't wait to watch the whole race from one seat. That blows my mind. That like I'm surprised they don't drop LMP three and two or three. Sorry, not being two. able to see the bus stop and the infield and turn one, and all of it from one seat is mind blowing. So I've never been to like that kind of endurance race. Do they, is it just a journal emission ticket or do they, yeah. you, 
So you don't have like an actual assigned seat. You just get to go wherever you want. I was blown away at how affordable the four day with garage access. I paid 120 bucks a ticket. Four day, it's general admission. You get full access to all the grandstands. You can sit wherever you like. You can move whenever you want. You get pit lane access and track access before and after the race. Roar before the 24. There's an MX-5 race. Like we were flying out on Wednesday and there's stuff to do all of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, all right. your, your one goal is Love to it. steal the Cadillac and take it for a spin around the track. Tell me how it like. For it's it's a little overwhelming, like for only a hundred twenty bucks, like thirty bucks a day. That's awesome. That I'm is gonna, crazy, actually. I'm gonna eat it up, dude. And they they're, they're selling out of parking spaces and stuff. I've heard that this is gonna be the highest attendance twenty four hour of Daytona in recent history. Like they're expecting one hundred and fifty thousand people or something like that. What else can you go to for thirty dollars a day? Dude, I know. That's like that's like in Daytona race in, in January. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I'm definitely. What do you not like about that? Well, I was joking with my wife. Like, we should go to the 24 hour Daytona, and of course, it was like no. <laughs> and uh, we looked at the tickets, and it was like, oh, okay, sure. Like, that's not. I mean, dude, when when we went to Coda, we sat at turn one, and for three day grandstand tickets it was like before tax it was 650 bucks a seat mm -hmm. for a three day at turn one and they got even more expensive last year they were over a grand yes so sit anywhere in daytona with garage access all of the autographs and like all of the stuff 120 bucks and yeah, I'm envious, bro. the hotels were cheap too it was florida i mean you know it's florida <laughs> I'm thinking um, I'm going to go next year. It looks like Alex and Joe Penn are going. Also. That's cool. Meet up with them. A couple of other guys. Alex, there, so. They both they are freaking. In, they're like big, big endurance guys. That's all they watch. I'm just going to follow them around. If you can sit in a Discord channel with Joe and him, have him not talk about IMSA at some point, I would be amazed. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's why I'm pumped. Challenge accepted. <laughs> challenge accepted I'm hoping you can sit in a channel for stuff. longer than 10 minutes without him trying to convince you that endurance racing is the most goaded racing ever to be created I will personally give you $100 <laughs> it's Canadian money it don't mean as much give me some uh, real maple <laughs> syrup <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your $98.73 Okay, you know what? Fine, I'll give it to you in freedom. You <laughs> like uh, Austin is such a short drive away. Like I only live three and a half hours from Coda, but the tickets are so expensive we don't go anymore. Oh yeah, no my my dad like, when he he did that he booked it all and he told me you know how much whatever and I was like oh my gosh and he goes look dude I'm paying your way it's something that I wanted to do you know I told myself if they ever come back to America and a new track of going. And he goes, I will never do this again. They said that was so much money just, but you know, it was the inaugural season. It was pretty cool. Um, the track was kind of raw, but yeah, it's expensive, dude. Did you go and to NASCAR Coda, Dave? Oh, sorry. One more time. Did you, did you go to NASCAR at Coda? No, but we're thinking of going this year, but it's, it's a toss up between Indy at Texas or NASCAR at Coda because they're one weekend after another. 
and we don't uh, want, I see. it's a little much to do both. I mean, Texas is really big. So even though they're both like here, it's like cumulatively 20 hours of driving with round trips and like four nights of hotel stay and with a baby <laughs> total. So we're like tossing a coin between Indy at Texas, which I think would be awesome. You know, I think like Indy at Texas would be a good race. And that would be cool. a fun one to go to. And it's not going to be around what after this season. Yeah, right. And then NASCAR at Coda is cool. But like if and like Levi, maybe you can vouch. But like if you've been to Coda, it's a great atmosphere. But like it's not really great spectating. Uh, no, it isn't and the, it's, where we sit. And it was the first you know season. They didn't know what was going on. And so we actually sit at like turn six, which there isn't even stands there. You can sit on the ground, but yeah. they just took the stands completely up. It looked like from the, so all we're looking at before then, I mean, we were watching the track get built. So my dad's like, where do you want to sit? And all this other stuff. We're looking at the layout and it looks five and six kind of look like a passing six, you know, and seven, five, six, seven. But there's such a uphill there that it's literally just keep the car on a track. Yeah. As much of Coda is, unfortunately. But you, you, you do really, it's not really a passing zone. Um, and uh, we got to see all the cars go through there at decent, you know, slow speed. Got some cool pictures from back in the day on a crappy phone. But uh, yeah, it's stadium. Yeah, it's just not a spectator at Coda. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have yeah, to I think sit if you're, in like turn 15 area at the if end. If you're of at the, the end straight. of the straight, you know, the back straight, you, you could probably see some action. But that's. Yeah. But those seats are outlandish and they sell out immediately. Sucks. But yeah, I mean, so I'm kind of where I was segueing this though is like the accessibility of of IMSA NASCAR versus Formula One. Like I'm not a huge NASCAR fan, never really have been. But when I went to the playoff race at Texas, like I kind of felt like I had a VIP experience. Like it was really cool. Like I got to get signatures from drivers like aj allmendinger signed my kids lightning mcqueen toy was super cool nice like picked him out and was like yeah hey what's up like future nascar fan you know as a dad i'm like i love nascar like this is great you know and it was so cheap and like like i mean a big factor too was i carried in a 12 pack of my own beer and no one said a thing which was like a life-changing experience as a sports fan you know get tackled mm-hmm. at the stadium doors at any other function for doing that. <clears throat> so I mean been like something that NASCAR's always been open to. Oh, there's a case for it. Dude, I'm I'm sold. Like I went to that race and like I left like now I'm like excited for the season cuz I'm just like daydreaming of that that high honestly of walking past that security guard with a 12 pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like I'm going to live that a little bit every time I watch a NASCAR race, baby, and that is awesome. It's the um, first sign you're an alcoholic. Yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but it, it was cool. Um, a random stranger cried in front of me about Dale Earnhardt, which I thought was both touching and hilarious at the same time. I kid you not. Some random guy was just like, we were talking about, I was wearing a Joey Logano shirt, right? I like, Dale! I like Joey Dale! Logano. <laughs> Okay, that's that's a different conversation. But I was wearing a Joey Logano shirt, and he goes, "Don't tell me that's a Joey Logano shirt, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, it is. Like it's my first race, you know, and I'm just happy to be here, you know." And this dude put his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, "I've been a NASCAR fan my whole life, 
And then he pauses real long and he goes, I cried for eight hours the day Dale died. <laughs> and he starts crying. <laughs> mm. This is Saturday, like qualifying, right? <laughs> this isn't even the race. Like this is Saturday. And he proceeds to tell me his whole story about how he's on the plane and his sister called him and all this. Anyway, uh, it was it was passion on a level that I have not seen for a ticket under 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I understand where you that guy's I mean? coming from because I still get choked up talking about Davy Allison. Still, but I was like, I was like, man, for cheap entertainment. Like, wow. Yeah, like these, but it's passion on a high level. Like, if you're into it, you're into it. Like, like you're into it all the way into it. There was no in between. Yeah, like, and, and there was all kinds of people there. It wasn't just like, I don't know, um, older racing fans with Dale Earnhardt jackets. Like, there was a lot of different people there. It was really cool. So maybe they are yeah, on would, up and up and we just don't see it. I would, consider, I would consider yourself a friend, but you know, just kind of like the passion thing. I can't believe you wore a Joey Logano shirt to a race. That's oh sketchy. man, I, I got, I got cojones, man. <laughs> are you a Penske <laughs> you fan got too? I like Penske. I like Love Ryan. this year. Oh, I'm I like a Blaney Ryan, fan. I like Ryan Blaney a lot too. I am too, but that's the only one. Yeah. Oh, what, Ryan Blaney? Oh, Blaney, baby. Yeah, he needs to leave that team and go to Hendrick. Oh, Penske is not that bad. No, it's Penske's just Logano. It's just Logano. He's not that bad. See, why I, like Brad? Him. Why I like him because he's a shithead. That makes him great. Brad K? Yes. Come on now. Okay, Brad okay, K? Okay, okay. Brad kind of looked like some dude kicked his head in and that's about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Brad, think, Brad looks like that dude who you just want to like knock the hell out in high school because he just he just looks like an asshole. I think Joey's <laughs> a really good race car driver, and I think he just wants to win, and I get it. And so, like, I don't. Oh, 100 percent. I'm not. I'm not mad. Like, and then like at the race, even like, so I was sitting next. to I had some Ryan Blaney fans on my right hand side, and then I had Love like some, you know, just old school. They were, they were Matt Kenseth fans, is what they were uh sitting next to me um and uh they were like just they were they were laying into me the whole race because logano was running second like he was doing really good that race so every time he came by i was like woo and they're like whatever you know like trash or whatever they were saying <laughs> dude it was a long race man like how many cautions were there like like eleven thousand. i don't remember yeah. but we drank a lot of beer and uh and they started showing me videos of like, look, 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 like a, he's a total, you know, whatever. Um, we don't want to demonetize, but they're using some strong words. And I was like, no, he's racing. Like, like show me a rule where he can't do that. Like, okay, pushed him out of the way. Good for him. My true exit, Martinsville. Like, yeah, like, like get out of my way. Like that sucked. Okay, yeah, that that sucked. But like, I don't know. I think he's hungry. Okay. I can I mean, respect like, it. It's understandable though. Like, if you, I mean, if he doesn't mind being raced that way too, I mean, like, who cares? And then he won championship. So I'm like, come, come at me, you know. Like, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna race that way, you got to learn how to throw hands though. I like his oh, yeah, videos I though. When he that. was when he was young, he was in like the such... fight where they fought with their helmets on, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that was one of them. And then there was the one where I think it was Tony Stewart went to talk to him and then his dad got in the way. And then after he's getting pulled away, he threw a water bottle and nailed Stewart head like from 50 yards away. And I'm like, you didn't want none when you were standing right in front of him, young gun. Who Dude, was the driver who like, calmed down. started talking shit behind their crew chief? 
And like, wouldn't I don't know what it sounds like Logano. It wouldn't I don't know. I behind. remember it's Gordon and Boyer, probably. <laughs> wouldn't come like, from remember- behind, behind his crew chief. I was like, wow, come on, man. You guys remember Gordon and Boyer? That was such a good fight, too. <laughs> I love that. What was it? Mike Joy. He's like, somewhere at the bottom of that pile is Jeff Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was when he got his, uh, was it his lip busted open or something? Yeah. He came out of there bleeding. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, I, I think Gordon the Gordon racing. He was awesome. I'm telling you. And the one time that I was actually kind of back Brad K because he came up, you know, junior motorsports. And uh, anyways, and then he went to the big race and it started doing Brad K things. And there was one time that he was really bad about like talking a bunch of trash and then he'd walk away and Harvick, like as soon as the race is over, Harvick jogs down there to stand there with his arms crossed. Brad K goes to walk away and he pushes him with his foot. I'm pretty sure it was either foot or like his hand, but he like pushes him in the back. Like, nah, get back in there. And when he did, whoever Brad K was talking to grabbed a hold of him and they started going at it. (laughs) It was great. He was all Harvick did was stood there just to make sure he didn't walk away. I was like, "No, nah, you need to go in there. Get back in there." <laughs> Sorry, I like the violence. I watch hockey. Sorry. They might they might allow it more this year. I don't know the reception. There was a lot of shenanigans last season, and NASCAR got more retweets or whatever than ever last year. But whether it was the you know Ty Gibbs being a, a you know a little. <laughs> or yeah. Ty Gibbs not being little, which was sad. Um, but like, like you know, the Bubba Wallace thing and the Ross Chastain thing, and like, I, we might see more, even more shenanigans this year. There's all kinds of crazy people in the Daytona 500. Like, it might, it might not be at rock bottom yet. <laughs> you know, while hey, we're on the got- topic of accessibility, I was going to say, you know, what's one thing that frustrates me a little bit about NASCAR, though, compared to like F1 or, or IMSA or other stuff. And this might be just me being in Canada, but it is so hard to watch all these different types of racing. Like once the race is over or even live like NASCAR, for example, if you miss the PVR, you're done. You miss the race. You're not watching it anywhere. It's 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 not coming out on uh, on any streaming service. It's it's on nothing. F1, they got their own streaming service. I can watch live. I can watch drivers in cars. I can go p- watch it later after the race. I can watch it two years later if I wanted to try doing that with NASCAR. It's impossible or try doing even IMSA. IMSA is pretty good because they got IMSA TV, but like the Rolex 24, I'm pretty sure Canada's got no coverage. Like I got nothing. Wow. Like if you're outside of the US, it's garbage. I can't lie for for anything that's American, whether it's football, soccer, freaking anything. Canadian rant. No, that man, sucks. but in general, it's terrible. <laughs> like it's it's not good though. Like even in the US, where yeah. can you watch NASCAR after the race is you, over? You can't. In PBR? And- you can't. And I'm sure I'm pretty sure I'm gonna show my date me date myself a little bit. We used to have Direct TV, and they had the Direct TV. What was it called? Something Pass, of course, Race Pass or something like that. And you, they would, you could either pick your driver, or they would have the top four drivers. They did it kind of back and forth, or the top four drivers that they picked, you know, fan based. But then they would show like they had a camera on their pits at all time. They had a camera on the car at all time, and they had a camera on in in the car at all times. And also, you could hear the radio. That would be the whole race. As a and so I used TV to watch the Dale Earnhardt Jr. channel. This oh. is what I would watch on direct TV. Then they said that the people quit watching the, you know, NBC, ABC, whatever was on at the time, ESPN, I don't even think it was around, you know, with NASCAR. But 
it, whatever it was on at the time, they the viewership went down so much with them having a Dale Earnhardt Jr. channel. They said they either got to quit with the Dale Earnhardt Jr. channel or they've got to just quit it all together. And they quit it all together. And me and my wife shut the shut it off. That was pretty much why we had the service. We don't want DirecTV no more. We don't get Dale. We don't get DirecTV. That's it. Hashtag do it for Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Race hell, praise Dale. You said you're turning off my Dale Jr. TV. <laughs> Hold well, up that three over, every third honey. lap. Mm-mm. Welcome to the Cletus McFarland YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, for his daddy, you know, Dale Jr. is my boy. Oh, man. Got the Dale truck. I love me some Dale Jr., <laughs> honestly. You know, going yeah. back no, to... That is, go ahead. I was just going to say, that that is what you're talking about. Like, if you could go watch the Blaney channel, you would be on that all the time. You would record yeah, that. You would watch the race from his. Yeah, I mean, why do you... And, and then, you know, I think one of them, they would change, like the pit road, you know, one would change to broadcast. And you could flip through the different channels. Like, you could listen to the uh, open mic, like theirs, or you could listen to the broadcast. It just gave you some stuff to look at. I don't know why they wouldn't go back to that. I don't understand because F1 does it. You can watch driver cams. Like I watched. Oh no, I do it all the time. I I I don't. Okay, I don't have anything against Lewis Hamilton at all. I I, I just didn't want to see him win the season that Max won, mostly because I wanted to see someone else win for once. Because in my time of watching F1, all it was is Lewis Hamilton's prime time. Yep. So, anyways, moving on. Nothing wrong with the guy, but I watched. Anymore. I watched his perspective. Of Brazil when he drove from twentieth to first that entire race and I was a Max fan at the time. I mean I don't I'm not actually a Max fan. I just you know he's, he's a good guy. He's cool and all, but I was a Max fan temporarily for that season just because I wanted to see someone else win. And I watched Lewis. Like what does that tell you? Like it. I mean like if F1 can do it, why can't we do it? Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like it's not like you're taking anything away from it. There's still all the sponsors that are in the car, like all the other stuff you're gonna see still. I mean yeah, you're taking away from. Some of the commercials from the live broadcast, but I'm ass- I assure you, man, a ninety percent of fans are going to prefer the broadcast. Like, just give it to the ten car, ten percent of the diehard fans who want to see the in cars. Like, you know what I mean? Make an app. I mean, like you said, I think I pay ten dollars a month for the F1 app. I pay it. I do. Let me pay it. I pay it. But I pay during the off so, season. Yeah, me too. So here's here's the problem with it, and I think you said it before, or who said it, we might all agree to it, but it's a business now, you know what I'm saying? And they got these contracts with these NBC, you know, all these people that they have these on, it's going to take viewers away from that TV. But you'd think so with you the gotta, marketing you're knowledge. You're going to lose that money. You think with the marketing knowledge that they have as business people, though, they'd understand that you could outreach so many more people outside of just the US of A just mm-hmm. by having a like a streaming service like how is that not a, a thing a web that's, a web that's essential yeah. nowadays yeah like, everybody's got one right like with with things like flow racing coming out you got motorsport tv like you got all these all these streaming services even um what do they call that new one that's out um that watches the premier league it's uh something f i don't know oh, anyways yeah i know what you're talking about F- uh, fubo but like they got all these all these streaming services. How do we not have one that's either A picked up NASCAR or or B, how do they not have their own thing? Because honestly, this deal they got with like with like Fox and NBC and stuff or NBC Gold, it's only available in the US. Like what? How does that make any sense? Maybe that's the problem. But maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's US services, because F one is not US, right? Um, NHL is American and Canadian, but it doesn't have, it's got ESPN plus you can pretty much watch every game unless it's like NHL hockey of the week. And I'm sorry, I'm skipping across, but it's just another, you know, fan base. 
NFL doesn't have it. MLB has MLB TV, but it, you still block, you know, you get black, blacked out in your local areas, which is kind of yeah. dumb. If you're yeah, but NFL, you sister. do have streaming services that have picked it up, though. Like, you got DAZN and stuff that's got it. You, yeah, but that's not, like it's trust accessible. me, it's not full. You can't watch it on TV, though. You can watch it on, because like Peacock, sometimes we can get our games on there if they're on the right channel, but it's only on an app, so I have to stream it through my phone to the TV. To get, true, the, true. to get the don't you know there's I, some marketing I feel like that's more though? doable nowadays though like i feel like trying like to putting up your tv is more doable i mean i'm not saying it's that's, ideal but i wonder if it isn't something with america and the way they do their tv rights i don't know you know like their their contracts i guess no i think i don't I think know there's some marketing guy somewhere levi that's like thinking about a guy like you doing exactly that and he's like yeah yeah that's right yeah isn't that nice don't you like it on your phone well well we already know that yeah, tv broadcasting the is yeah. amazing right, runs the runs nascar anyways they're the ones who wanted stage racing because they could put more commercials more commercials gotta pay them bills i don't see what's such a big issue though about running a green and checkered race and throwing like throwing throwing um and throwing commercials in like what's so wrong with that i i would i would prefer they ran green and checkered and threw a commercial in every 10 minutes than this oh let's stop the race go to commercial break oh they're doing pit stops now we're back oh let's go back to commercial Oh, we're going to come back. Oh, they waved off the restart. Let's do another commercial break. Like, what are we doing? And you might be, some, you might <laughs> yeah. be onto something with the TV rights. because I can only watch the Pinty's chicken commercial so many damn right. times, bro. <laughs> Whatever the hell <laughs> like, that it's is. Not even, it's not even. Yeah, like, I don't know what yeah, that that's, is. That's the, Canadian, that's the Canadian commercial. But no, man, I'm telling you, like, it's, they run the same three commercials. It's not like you're getting more TV time. Like, I, I, I get it, bro. I don't want any chicken right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I've seen more com I've seen three or four commercials for the Clash at the Coliseum while watching football, and no commercials for the Daytona 500, which I think is kind of weird too. I never yeah. understood the Coliseum concept. It's cool and all, but why are we about to fly every team from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast? That that's like how they do the the West Coast swing right after Daytona. They're, like now it's even more dumb because you go from the West Coast in the Coliseum to the East Coast in Florida, back to the West Coast to Vegas. It's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like like you know what I mean? Like why does that make any yeah. sense? Cool thing is cool thing is living off I forty, I get to see all the uh guys race up and down the interstate with their semis. I mean, I act like they're racing. They're not racing, but I act like they are. <laughs> We're all racing. Oh, no, those drivers, those truck drivers are racing each other to the track. Oh, you know they have to be. <laughs> Anyways, it's kind of derailed into a NASCAR podcast all I of know. a sudden. But, um, well, the season's mean coming me. up. It's, I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of stuff going on, man. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll get this way when F1 starts up, too, which is oh, what? Yeah. End of February? Yeah, we get preseason so, testing February and race in March, right? First race of the season? Let's find out. This is the and, first season I'll be a Red Bull fan and in a long time. What and were you we before? have um, the whole Andretti news going on, too. I know. And I, yeah, gosh, I know. I, Toto and Horner need to calm down and let it happen. They'll either be it. Hoss or they'll be good for the sport. But well, with three my, American races coming up, you've got to have an American team. The only team on the grid that needs to be complaining is Haas. There's not yeah. anything American about Haas. No, Haas there's not, like, except Haas. <laughs> yeah, I know, but but Gene like, needs to be complaining. That's the only person who needs to complain. They don't want to split the prize money. I get it, but like, you I don't hear know. me out though. Sure, hear me out. Hear me out. I understand where Mercedes and Ferrari and Red Bull are coming from, 
but and I also see where Andretti's coming from. Like entering the sport right now is probably as impossible as it's ever been. But at the same time, I don't know if adding more mediocre backmarker teams is the right thing. I think they need to almost police this um, this cost cap more and make the the sport more inexpensive. Because honestly, like you can let as many teams in as you want. Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes are still going to absolutely poo on everyone. I agree like, with that. You need to bring the cost down and you need to limit those guys like a lot. Like we got like I understand you don't want to be ruining people's jobs and everything and all that stuff, but it needs to be feasible. Like no I, I like Formula You're- One and all, but we're watching the same three teams dominate every year. Well, you guys will never let it happen. Ferrari will never let it happen. They still make more money than anybody. Well, here's the thing also. It doesn't matter if it's Andretti or not. The FIA's already come out and says they want a 12-team field. Well, yeah, no, but filling it with two more backmarkers, it's just going to be like it was back in uh, back in 2014 and stuff. You got just two extra teams, and all they do is just, you, oh, hey, there's another Drive car getting lapped. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, and with the I hope it wouldn't but, be, but... It'd be good though. Like, don't get me wrong. We definitely need more drivers in F1. Like, it's especially with nowadays. Like, it seems like everyone's hanging onto their seat more. Like, it's I don't understand why the 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 goats are just hanging on more. Like, people like Alonso and stuff. Like, they're great and all, but man, just get out of the sport. Like, yeah, move got, on and let somebody else come up. So many up and comings in F two that get absolutely shafted. Look and at every them. year they're getting older. Yeah. Look at what's his name, for example, uh, Piastri. He literally won every championship imaginable and got barricaded from F1 for like, what was it, two years, three years? Yeah. Just because there's no seat. Just yeah. because they want to fill. Sebastian Vettel wants to go to Aston Martin and and uh, ah, Alonso wants to sit in Alpine and ride around in seventh place. Like, it's like I, I get it, but at the same time, I don't. You call it the pinnacle, but you're hanging on to dudes for no reason. I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's F1's fault, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I refuse to talk about Piastri, but that's personal reasons. I I, I like R&D and F1 and stuff, but I feel like you need to go one of two ways. One, open the door to all kinds of 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 r&d like don't like give them okay here you got to be within this box you can have this many downforce points and boom bada bing you're on your way or two you make every you start making stuff more standardized so they can only r&d so much because if you're not going to limit the money you got to limit something else because honestly like i said there's such a big gap like we were close racing for the first what like three or four races of the year everybody's like oh this car's a great success and then look at the end of the year i mean yeah. well come is red bull one I, I mean i'm not saying the old car was better by any stretch because mercedes definitely pooed on everyone for the first last like three years but but Max i don't was know a monster there's something wrong though, there i, I think, will say i think you've got to on that note i think the problem is you have too many teams linked with each other you know alfa romeo and haas are never gonna compete at the level they should because ferrari's not gonna let them Mercedes right. is not going to let Williams or Aston Martin compete. You know, Need more engine suppliers. That's really. And there's there's a lot of talk. Honda wants back in. Porsche wants in. Ford's looking to get in. You know, bringing back Cosworth. Um, they should honestly just instead of bringing in like factory teams. So like, why don't we let more engine manufacturers in? Like, and those are what like, those, sure. those are going to be. They're not going to be factory teams. They're just going to be in, engine manufacturers. That's what I, I, it would be great for the sport. I think 
I don't know. I, I didn't read too much into the 2026 regulations. I can't lie. And that's when you're looking I, I for all they those make to come. It more, I hope it makes it more accessible for other engine manufacturers because I think that is one of the big barricades right now because, as you said, Ferrari's got the night uh, the power as a power unit provider for two other teams. If Ferrari starts uh, in the bed, so is everyone else. Yeah. Like, they're all going to go down. Sorry, you're going to have to bleep that out, by the way. My bad. But <laughs> every, everyone else is going gonna, is gonna to go down with them. Like it, it literally happened. You yeah, saw it in in twenty what nineteen when they got that they were caught burning oil and they had to, that undisclosed deal that went down and then Royal boom Royal immediately like, hey, you saw chill. Haas, Alfa Romeo, and Ferrari fall off the face of the earth. So, well, and that's that was part of the deal with Andretti. You know, kind of going back to that, they you know they made the stipulation you've got to make a big boom. Pretty much is what they told them. You can't just show up and we're not going to give you the money and everything. And they're like, all right, we're bringing GM. Like everybody's okay. talking about more manufacturers. The largest I'm manufacturer, one. and it was like, oh, and yeah, think, and they were like, oh crap. I think GM needs to jump on the bandwagon. A lot of people don't understand. Ford is the third most successful engine manufacturer in Formula One. Yeah, yeah. No, it's time. It's under I, the radar. Most, but who is the most successful Ferrari? Ferrari and then Mercedes. Been there so long. It's Ferrari, Mercedes, and then Ford. Yeah, but Ford Cosworth was awesome. Oh yeah. But GM GM Cadillac, look at them in the in the in the uh, endurance series, man. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like that that it's not like they can't build an engine, right? Right, <laughs> right. Like all of this because I have seen some flack towards Cadillac, but it's like, dude, no, like Cadillac. They've serious. done the damn thing over the years. Yeah, Cadillac yeah. is serious. They they're a good one. That's a good pick. Yep. We'll and, see. It's, and it's you know American. So it's it just goes hand in hand. I'd love it. It would be an all American team, so to speak, in quotes. And then you got heard of possibly to get behind the wheel. Like, I would buy the rain jacket. You know? Oh, I'd be all over uh, it. <laughs> heck yeah. If they if they come in, I right now I'd have to claim if I'm anything, I'm a Haas fan just because it's the most American thing we have. Fortunate. But yeah. you know, I'm sorry, Haas, but I'm ditching you for Andretti. Yeah, guys, yeah. I'm oh. a Lance Stroll fan. Go Canada. <laughs> Nicholas Latifi, go Canada. Oh, Canada. Uh, oh. oh, Canada. We take the wrong turn at Suzuka. Ruin the 2021 championship. So I'm so sorry. And all no. I saw okay, anyways. That's enough. Uh, Dave, back to what you were asking. I was a uh, Ricardo fan. I always have been. So I was Red Bull. Then I went to Renault. And then I went to um mclaren then poo poo on mclaren if you ask me it's been a, rough, yeah, a few years respect. respect yeah you said hey you said old guys that are sitting in the seat he's sitting in the seat he's jumping around all over the place yeah i mean i yeah i guess so like you should have stayed with the red and yellow but i get it to a, an ex extent but like guys like alonso really don't need to still be in the sport I'm no they sorry. don't they really no, don't. they don't i mean if like, Kimmy left he's got it in him saying, yeah, but, he's good. He's I good. Know. I mean, but people like Kimmy. Kimmy stayed around. And I love Kimmy. You know, if you know me, you know I love Kimmy. Raikkonen. And I'm glad he's doing something with NASCAR and stuff a little bit. But he stayed, what, two, three years too long, possibly? I would love to see Kimmy get back in a NASCAR. He was absolutely killing it at Watkins Glen when he pulled up in that track house car, I think is who it was. I think but he's supposed he was to be. He was killing it, and then he got he's, murdered by someone in the bus yeah. stop. I was like, "Damn, he was he was." He's in really that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I, uh, this is one of the reasons I'm getting back into NASCAR. Was uh, who is this group that brought these different drivers for one car? 
Project nine, not ninety nine. Project that was who he raced for yep. at Watkins Glen, and he's with that group of drivers, which is just amazing. I love it. So Project ninety one with Trackhouse. You know, speaking yeah. of that, okay, so it is Trackhouse. They're talking, okay. they, uh, apparently, and that's just that's a Justin Marks thing, and apparently he's talked to Danny Ricardo, but it's all speculation. Ooh, come on now. Speaking I of that, man, I hope that comes through. Going on Project Ninety One, what about bringing some of those guys in on um, Garage Fifty Six for Lamar? I was going to ask: Is that the Garage Fifty Six entry that we're talking about, or is no. Project Ninety One something different? Project, I can't remember. Project Ninety One is bringing in um, drivers from around the world and other events to come run NASCAR. Garage 56 is NASCAR building a next-gen car to go run Le Mans. Ah, yes. But, yeah, hold on. Can we, can we go back for two seconds? And can somebody explain to me how the hell Garage 56 works at Le Mans? Because I'll be honest with you, I don't know anything about Le Mans other than there's cars running around a track that go really fast, and that's about it. But does this Garage 56 class run, like, at the same time as everything else? Like, yes. how many classes run Le Mans? Three. Three, yeah. What are they, though? Well, I thought it was just like GTD and, L and LMPs. And, and LMDH, LMP2, and um, GT3s now. So then where's this Garage 56 thing coming? It, it, it's always there. It's always open to run. It's just no one runs it. It's a... It's a oh, it's its own class. It's a non-classed car. And I, oh, I'm, I so should, like if we had enough money, we could just go enter in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like so all I'm four reading of about us it. So get a car. like garage so, like, 56 I could soup is like up a legend car and put like a 6.2 liter V8 in the thing. <laughs> and I with do that NOS, I don't care. Yeah. And, there's, and, there's and, some and weird just stuff. be on my way. I would have to yeah, do more research on that. There's Probably. probably a whole bunch of safety regulations yeah. and all this other stuff. I'm sure that you have to meet, but. Uh, Garage 56 looks like a French team's trying to make a biomethane car to run in the Garage 56 entry. It's just an offshoot class. It's like, and it runs at the same time as all this other stuff. Yeah, I, su I suppose. So we're gonna be watching the 24 Hours of Le Mans later this year, and we're gonna see some trash cars. We're gonna see everything else. <laughs> we're like gonna see. We're gonna see. Oh, oh, there's the BMW hybrid. Oh, and he's passing Kyle Larson <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> in, in like a NASCAR. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's normal. It looks like it. That's the strange. I've, I love endurance racing. It is cool, but multi-class racing is the weirdest thing ever, dude. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's it's hard to keep up with too. Like when you're trying to watch a race and the ticker, you're like, wait a minute, are you showing me all the classes? Or are you showing me just one Think class? Think about my Kyle guy? Larson blowing his engine like three lap or like five minutes ago in the race in front of the overall leader and the overall leader sends it at the end of the malls on straight into the wall because he can't stop because yeah, America's the NASCAR done. blew up. Yeah, we're done. America's never allowed to do anything <laughs> ever again. Uh, so I can't even find the Garage 56 entry list. All it is is NASCAR. Right now that is. It looks like a bunch of green stuff. Like a bunch of, it looks like a category that they opened for like Sustainable entries. <laughs> we come in with our big old V8s. <laughs> yeah. We're here from America running a Chevy. <laughs> I got my running them on 10%, though. <laughs> running on 
We look at I got my V8 on E85 and I got myself a Bud Light and I'm ready to roll, baby. <laughs> we look at it in the ozone like a chemical peel. You have to burn it a little bit, let it grow back. Praise Dale, raise hell, baby. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. We had all the NASCAR guys right up to where we started off the <laughs> statement and they turned it off. Oh, man. So. Anyways, boys, I don't know. Uh, you may have to cut this out, but uh, I may have to roll. So I don't know if we need to do an outro or are we just going to... I don't know how we're going to do that. No. I think... Do we have any finale segments or are we just going to fade off into the distance while we're... Welcome to my ASMR channel. We're about to, we're about to switch to the ASMR. <laughs> <laughs>